Ahoy, welcome to a brand new Baffled, your favourite fact podcast. We do say that, but it works and it means something. My name's Dan, thank you for listening. Three facts for you today. Uh, something about old animals, something about farting, and like a callback to an earlier fact. A little addendum. That's on my end. Mark is also here. What you got, Mark? Uh, right, so this week, a surprising prize link. A TikTok dance with a deep-rooted history in movies. And a very British way to settle disputes. We know all about TikTok as well once a week. Connor, you're also here. What have you got for us, Con? Got facts about small people. Uh, I've got a fact about a, a place name as well. I enjoyed this one. And something about typical people. I'm excited for you to tiptoe around offensive words when you do the small people fact, by the way. I'm looking forward yeah. to that. Stay there. It's a brand new episode of Baffled. I'm feeling it today. You know, I'm feeling facty. I mean, like, just as well, really, because if you were coming in here going, you know what, can't bother with any of the facts, we might have an issue on our hands. Well, some weeks it's like that. But this week, I'm feeling facty. Connor, mm. are you are you are you feeling the fact juice? Yeah, I'm feeling uh I'm feeling facty too. It, I think how I would describe it to people who have never felt facty before, if you're listening to this and you've never uh, been bestowed with the feeling of feeling facty it's it's a joyous yearning for discovery that the itch is all over you you know it's kind of it's kind of like if you were to lean into the fact position yeah if you've got a um a joyous feeling of getting facty and you want to discover and uh, I think I've I've definitely conquered that with my three facts today. But we should say that if you just have the feeling of being itchy all over without the want for discovery, you probably should see your doctor. That's probably yeah. a thing that we should specify at this yeah. moment. Yeah. It's kind important. Of, it's kind of like it's kind of like yeah, when when you're sat in the fact position, so you're leaning forward, ready to take something in, and and you feel like a little bit of IBS might come out. That that's that's when you feel facty. Um, all right, well, Connor, you've talked yourself up. Big deal. Um, uh, what have you got? Indonesia is home to some of the shortest people in the world. Uh, there's lots of short people and tall people, of course, everywhere. But Indonesia is home to some of the shortest people, according to data compiled from various global sources. The smallest people in the world do come from Indonesia, um, where men have an average height of 1.58 metres. My house even smaller than me. Small people. I think my favourite bit of all of that was Connor specifying that small and tall people do come from all places. Thanks. For <laughs> yeah, just to just to clarify for everyone that might be confused about the oh. fact that height comes from everywhere. Oh, where you're li- where you're listening. Oh, there'll be there'll be tall people and there'll be small people. Yeah. I, without being too much of a generalist, 
I think traditionally uh, people from Asia are quite small at times, aren't they? Is, is that a thing? They are quite small, yeah. 1.58 is an average for a man as well. He's, he's, he's small, isn't it? But yeah, I, I think you are right. I think, yeah, it, it, it tends to be, um, yeah, a smaller, smaller. Yeah, I, I totally see where you're coming from. But Indonesia is the home to that with an average of 1.58 metres. That is small, isn't it? That is. That is just over five foot. Yeah, like that is, is small. That it's it an is, average, it? an average for men as well. Like that's pretty... I don't know. I don't think I know many people that are, other than maybe a couple of girls really that are five foot. I mean, that's small. Five foot, 2.2 is 1.5. What are you, Mark? Uh, five, I am six? five. No, I'm five eight. Five eight. What are you, Dan? Five eleven? Five ten. Did we not five nine, five ten? Did we not speak about this recently? Yeah, yeah I think did, we did yeah. on last week's show where Connor yeah. claimed that he was conveniently an inch taller than you. <laughs> yeah, that was it, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, whatever Dan said, I've just got an inch more. Hey, if you're listening to this, just Ladies. remember how 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 tall we are. That might come up in next year. I mean, it, I, I feel like it's a very when you are feeling facty and you want more discovery, it is important to know the height of those giving you the facts. Did anybody miss? If anyone's listening right now, please, you know, go backwards. Dan, you may have missed it, but Mark's cock innuendo. No, that happened. Ladies. Mm, yeah, we we, we do, I don't like to get blue. We get we get a little bit smutty. Uh, maybe a bit childish, but I'm, I'm not in the mood for, for blue humour. I'll be honest, and I know we're in, as I said, I'm very much in, in, a, in the mood for discovery today. I don't, I don't know, and I don't like to, we don't like to slag off facts. I don't know how I feel about that as, a, you know, I'm feeling very facty. And the first fact is that there's a few short people in the country. As I've always said. You, you you seem to forget the tagline, amazing facts that are complete nonsense. And all I do but is would deliver. we class it amazing? Yeah. Or is it just... 1.58 meters is an average. They're tiny I mean, little I, people. I might move to Indonesia just to feel tall. No, Mark. I promise you now that cool. pal ginger men that wear glasses Imagine don't fit that. in well in Indonesia. No, I'm fairly certain I'd only stick out because of my height. Also, <laughs> I'd be a giant. I'd be a giant amongst yeah. men. Yeah, but like, has anyone seen that really strange guy walking around that looks completely like us? He's just a bit, bit <laughs> tall. It's also, isn't it quite a tropical place? So you, you, you'd get sunburnt as well. Oh, I'd, I'd be, be rocking that ginger with glasses. Yeah. You'd have Dan, a massive Dan. hat on and your face would be covered in sun cream. Yeah, yeah. There'd, be, there'd be like a front page news article in the local village. Be like, has anyone seen that strange guy that walks around just buying Factor 50 from all the local shops? Also, I would basically be like Bigfoot. There'd be like also, just people talking about me, tracking my sightings. Connor, it's... Mark would obviously fall prey to another absolute stereotype of nerd abroad. Mm. He absolutely wears a bum bag, doesn't he? Uh, oh. and, around, and around the middle. He's not like... Hey, sometimes a fanny pack, as the Americans call it, are just the most convenient way to store all your money, your passports, your sunscreen. And he doesn't, he doesn't wear like the new cooler sense that I can't pull off, which is the whole round the shoulder thing. You know, he doesn't mm. do that. No. It's not called a chest it's bag. It. It's called a bum I'll bag. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you exactly what happens here. Um... Uh, Mark wears those flip-flops that go in between the big toe and the toe next to it, but they've got the thick bit that comes over the foot, the thick bit. It's on like the, the Slazinger type. And he wears the three-quarter length Quicksilver shorts, the flames on the side and a towel around his neck. Yeah, but what you've got to consider is that those three-quarters also have zippable bits so I can make them into full trousers if it gets a little bit cold later. Convenient right. and useful. Have they also got the little uh, zip bit as well for when you go for a wee? That little bit there that just allows your todger to flop out easily. What a zip? Yeah, that's so unusual, isn't it? God, who'd, who'd <laughs> have thought the men's trousers might have zips on them? Oh, you're such a nerd for wearing a trouser with a zip on it. I can promise you now, I've categorically never owned a pair of swimming trunks that have zips on them. 
Well, yeah, but these aren't swimming trunks talking about. These are three-quarter lengths with a zippable yeah. on the bottom. Three-quarter length quicksilver swimming trunks with the flames on the side that light up when you go in the pool. Chlorine mixes. That is a Mark swimming trunk. They're boardies, aren't they? So yeah. here's what's interesting. Well, if you think about famous giants, in my mind, they are all ginger as well. Hey. I think the, the, it's a jolly and, ginger giant. And- yeah, hold on, hold on. Everyone have baffled that's listening. If you can just pause a minute and just remind your mind of those famous giants that you speak about. I don't know famous giants in my mind. Well, the ghost from uh, the ghost of Christmas Present from the Muppets. He's ginger. There you go. Big friendly in giant. BFG, ginger. In my mind, the BFG. He was ginger he, back in the day. He's a ginger. He is a ginger. Yeah, absolutely. Right, uh, Mark, give us your first fact of the show. Very simple one to start off this week from me. The Nobel Peace Prize is named after Alfred Nobel, who invented dynamite. Seems a little bit of a... Classic one, that. That's a classic one. Yeah, love it, though. Uh, There are, of course, five Nobel Prizes, peace being one of them. Uh, When he died, he wanted all of his remaining assets to be used to establish these five prizes, and they've been given out almost every year since 1901, other than, of course, during Second World War. Is it not a thing where he wanted to make up for the damage that he kind of figured out dynamite would cause? Is, or is that like a... a, a I, I think it's a. I think there is some truth to it, but I think it's been made into kind of that urban legend over years. There's no real proof of it other than people going, oh yeah, that's why he did it. So there's no real proof of that. Um, but yeah, he decided that peace should be one of those five prizes alongside chemistry, physics, literature, and medicine. I'm all for it. Yeah, I'm all for it. It is. It's kind of like, yeah, you're right. It, I mean, it's one of those things, isn't it? Like, oh, I feel guilty, so we should probably, you know, yeah. give peaceful people a prize, something to strive for, rather than just the good feeling. Give them a prize. That's what they want. I don't know why. I don't know why. For like this whole fact, I've got a picture of Mark in three quarter length quicksilver trunks with flames on them. But I think like this it ruined this fact for me a little bit, Mark. That's all. You are I'm, obsessed. I'm up for um, winning a Nobel Prize. I think you get. It's like a million dollars, isn't it? I think that's the prize. Yeah, you get a bunch of money. You get a uh, you become a laureate of the Nobel Society, uh, oh. and you also uh, get a prize. I'm so far away from ever winning a Nobel. Like, oh my god, I don't think there's anyone lower in the list of being close to winning a Nobel Prize than myself. I'm categorically a U student in science. Yeah, like, I mean, it's, it's terrible. It's going to be hard on the basis that everyone in the world is eligible for it. Uh, Mahatma yeah, Gandhi was nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize five times, never won it. So if Gandhi, if Gandhi can't win the Peace Prize, it's going to be a struggle for you, Connor. Is um, who's the most famous Nobel Prize winner? Is that a silly question? Oh, so I mean, quite there's, a there's lot been of loads. Them. Yeah, like Barack Obama has won it. Quite a lot of high-powered politician, high-profile politicians. Does Stephen Hawking just- won, won, won one. Yeah, I'd imagine so. Yeah, I think he won one for physics. For oh, his, if he's got one, I'll probably close well, then, yeah. I mean, if yeah. Hawkins has got one, I could probably wang on my way in. Hang on, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out who, who's had one. I don't think many people give a <laughs> to honestly, yeah. Oh, of course you do. It's not like we're running on a schedule or whatever, I don't mind about uh, Albert Einstein, Marie Curie, Alexander Fleming... People like the Red Cross have won it. Have you found, Mark, that since Connor's got this new show, he's been a bit more. He's been a bit. He's been a bit. Chi- he's been a bit chippy. Who, Connor? Yeah. Since yeah. Now, now he's big time. He's now he's big time. He's got. Yeah. He's got his promotion on his on his local radio station. Now he's he's always oh, getting chippy now, isn't he? Malala. Local radio station. He had to drop that in, didn't he? <laughs> well, I don't want people to think it's national. I mean, come on. Let's 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 still hold some some realms of possibility here. Malala's got one. Um, what a local radio primetime show. 
I should cheer. She does that. drive on. Yeah. On what's um what's um <laughs> Obama won it for? Uh, peace Prize. Yeah. So oh. just be for doing some peace talks in Israel or something like that. Famously, Hitler was nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. We'll do that again. <laughs> right. We'll, we'll have an ending, won't we? Right. Time for my first fact of the show. Uh, the oldest animal that's ever been known, which is tough because it's a big ocean, uh, was a clam. It was 507 years old. It washed up on a beach in Iceland. Now, researchers, not realizing how old the clam was, opened it up and killed it. No. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. No. Rookie way. move. Rookie move. <laughs> Imagine, though, this is big. It's called oh. Ming, the clam, which is a great name. Imagine you put up this huge thing and you don't know what it is, but you think, yeah, this might be the world's oldest thing. How do we, how do we test this out? <laughs> Crack, Crack it open. Out. Crack yeah. it open. That'll do it. Yeah, I'm all over it. I tell you what, when I saw this, couldn't believe my luck, because there's not there's not much more to say with it. How do it's they? The, it's just the absolute joy. Five hundred and seven years old, and it's also a testament to quite how brutal humans are. You know, this thing. I mean, it's it's a it's a, it's a clam, so it's pretty much a shell. It, it's just kind of floated around the ocean. They finally drag it up. It washes up. They open it up, and as soon as any human has any interaction with it, it gets killed. Love that. It's gone five hundred and seven years. And then boom, instant death. I, how do they know it was alive beforehand? Though? How do they know that they're the ones that killed it and it's not just 507 years old and has been floating around dead for the last 300 years? Yeah, it's, it's, it's literally it's, been dead for years. It's a very good question. I don't know much about the life cycle, the lifespan, uh, or the, I, I, I guess, figuring out how old clams are. I don't know anything about clams. You know what, Mark? I'll be honest with you. I apologize. I've, I've got a... I've got a real blank spot in my mind for clam knowledge. All right, I'm sorry. That's why I, I expected most from you, Daniel. We was but we I... was looking for a, uh, an episode of Discovery today, Dan, weren't we? And I feel like that was going to be a good discovery there. People are feeling facty and are now feeling yeah. facty and let down. Wait, I mean, how it... do you not know about clams? I think you know how you when you you cut a tree in half and you count the rings, which lets you know how old the tree is. Yeah. I think it's a similar thing for clams. I think the amount of rings that a clam has determines how old it is, which means I guess the bigger the clam is, the older it is because it's got more space and it's got more of these lines. Right. So there you go. Facts for you. Old hmm. clams have a lot of rings. The oldest clam was killed when it was opened up to see how old the clam was. A lovely little bit of ocean-based irony for you. Connor, give us your second fact of the show. Okay, so this goes down to a study developed for National Geographic back in 2011. They have found out the most typical human fits this description. The world's most typical person is right-handed, makes less than $12,000 per year, has a mobile phone, and doesn't have a bank account. There we go. This is It comes back to that fact, you know, that if you have over, you, you know, a grand in your bank account or something, you're one of the richest percent of people in the world. Now, I, I I understand that. I appreciate that. I'm sympathetic to everyone around the world that doesn't, you know, $12,000 a year or pounds, whatever it was, means your average. It's fine, but it's not a lot, let's be honest. And I, I just, I, I'm sympathetic to people, obviously, who don't have that because there's, and it's a lot of third people in third world countries, but I just don't really like the money chat involved in these things that always crop up. Yeah. I, I think I would prefer to know what the different average person is per continent. 
because each continent skews it massively. They're looking more on like, you know, the most typical. So sort of just as an average, really, isn't it? And I guess the, the monetary thing they put there, don't they? When I guess it is a fair average, you know, especially in America as well. Um, but I'm more, I'm more looking at, you know, right-handed, has a mobile phone, doesn't have a bank account, believe it or not. Um, but that's the world's most typical. But yeah, well, an, uh, an average of $12,000. So yeah, it's quite low, isn't it? It's low. But if, you, if you think how wide it is as well, it, that means, that, you know, some people have multi-billions of pounds. Mm. That must mean if you think on the other end of that, some people out there really, like, don't have anything. That's no. really shocking, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you'll find that more uh, more people fit into this than maybe... A, a wealthier I definitely know in the UK like 50 50k plus when you look I mean all we're talking about is the money side of things but it's quite rare like it's it's not that that uh common how many of them have a podcast though well that's the thing isn't it that Every is the one. thing I think if you're looking for more people have podcasts in the world than bank accounts I could go anywhere in London right now just go outside my flat Chuck a dart in the air and it will hit someone that's got a podcast. It's true. Yeah, definitely. I 100% agree. When, when did they do the study, Connor? 2011. 2011, yeah. If they did it in 2021, that list would include and has a podcast. Well, when did when did podcast when did podcasts sort of hit the big time, Mark? When did they start catching on as a as a thing? Oh, about 2014. Yeah, so this is pre-podcasting. Do you Before reckon now then? then? 2014 is when Serial came out and that was the yeah, one. Yeah, but really podcasting projected. was around. Podcasting has like, been around since like 2008. Yeah, but I'm but saying podcasting in, hit the big time in about 2014. Do you think? Do you think they'd adjust that now then? To um, uh, a study developed for National Geographic in 2011 finds the world's most typical person has a podcast. I mean, yeah, that is the joke I made about. Yeah, there we go. But thanks for you <laughs> know going into the background so, of it. So that, that that's that's the new line. I'll, uh, it's actually on a, a site where you can edit the page. So I'm going to go ahead with that right now whilst we continue with the facts. No, I wouldn't get into <laughs> into the habit of editing things online when we're in a podcast. Well, what you effectively do is look up things online and say that they're true. So we're on a very slippery slope of we're admitting that people can edit things on the internet. Mm, well. Mark, give us your second fact of the show. Okay, rah, rah, Rasputin is the reason most films have to end with this is a work of fiction. Any similarities to actual persons living or dead or actual events is purely coincidental. So you may have seen that at the end of credits on the films. And that is all thanks to the story of Rasputin. Um, so he, of course, was the famously hard to assassinate Russian mystic who now has a song about him by Boney M and Majestic's done a remix and it's all over TikTok. But it was when MGM created a, a dramatized version of Rasputin's murder back in 1933. They got sued by the guy who did the murder going, that's not actually how it happened. It happened like this. And you've depicted this character who's clearly Fantastic. me. And therefore, all films now have to carry that legal tagline of this is a work of fiction. Any similarity is purely so coincidental. I mean, that's a fantastic fact. As with a, a typical Mark Heads fact, took a long time to get there, but yeah. it really was uh, like, you lost me halfway through, but really, really great. The idea <laughs> that the murderer pipes up and is like, Huns, Huns, Dan. Huns, Huns, slow yourself down. This is how it happened. I know, because I was bloody there. That the is, issue is though, he could what? never win his libel case. Because by winning his libel case, he had to accept and prove, or he had to accept the charge of being a murderer. So everyone knew back in Russia that he was the murderer. He'd been exiled, and that was uh, that was the punishment for his crime. But to win the libel case, he had to be 
fully tried and fully um, punished for being a murderer. So he never actually so why won did the MGM, libel case. Why did MGM, the film company, why did they go along with it if, if they didn't really need to? Because they were going to win any court case that would have happened. They were, but then they put it in in future films just to make sure that it never happened again. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. If you like this podcast, then why not check out one of our other amazing Create Podcasts? If you just want a good laugh, then check out The Weekly Roast. Listen. Listen, bitch. Oh, Listen, make, make, make an entrance. I'm a week off sugar. Bear, uh, I will. I will fly <laughs> to the UK and I will cut you both. <laughs> for the more cultured ones among you, join Laura Wright for music in my life. <laughs> yes. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'm so glad no one can see me right now because I'm doing. I was doing some weird dance moves. <laughs> yeah, then, yeah. Prefer a deep chat? Connie's got you covered on how are you the well-being podcast. I just became a lot more productive and happier. And for me, like, that's just worth it. The Weekly Roast, Music in My Life, and How Are You? Just three more podcasts to feast your ears on. Find them wherever you found this podcast. Right, I said I don't like blue facts. I said I like smart, and I love toilet humour. That's why I do a podcast with Connor. When you hold in a fart... Firstly, yeah. I know where this is going already. Yeah, Firstly, I think following the fact that we just had for Mark, which is fantastic, but really long-winded, <laughs> this is the perfect entry. Firstly, imagine what it's like when you're holding a fart. When you're holding a fart, some of the gas is reabsorbed by your body's blood system, and it can eventually be let out in your breath. So sometimes you can fart out of your mouth. Lovely. Is that a burp? No, when you breathe. It just just the way, it, the way you exhale it out. Oh, really? So really... The- Lesson of this story is just let it go. Just let it rip. Yeah, let, yeah. moral of the story, fart when you fancy it. Can I bring up a fart on cue here? Seriously? No. I've got, well, I've got one brewing, but I probably can't do it on. And if I, and if I force it out, you know. If you force you it out, then we're going to have to take a 10 minute break while what? you go clean up. <laughs> well, here's Does it smell as bad? Without lingering too much on your IBS, 
What's the situation with your farting? Uh, what do you mean? What's the situation? You fart. Does it make you fart more? Does it make you yeah, fart yeah, less? Yeah, 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 yeah. But usually you'll find it's like a barrel of farts. So you're not doing singular. You're doing maybe five or six on the spin. Is it always a worry? Always a worry when you yeah. are. Is there an oh, element of oh. dread? No, I just fart and allow it to to be. You know. Um. One of my favorite words from school. Favorite phrases with it was, "That's your brand." Um, <laughs> oh yeah. I I don't think mine have a brand. Or is it one of the things that it's like your own BO, you technically can't smell it. But like, because when I do do a stinker, I can smell it. But so, but you know, there were those people that do have their own distinctive brand that it creeps up every single time they let one rip. Yeah. Yeah. I do. My, mine have smelled, smelled a little bit like chicken katsu nuggets from McDonald's in the last month. And I don't know why. Is that because you've eaten a lot of chicken katsu nuggets from McDonald's? No, they, they were a special about six months ago. So maybe they're still digesting. Oh, oh lovely. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> When I think about McDonald's products, happy to be sponsored by them. When I do think about McDonald's products, you do get the impression some of the stuff they leave in there might just linger around undigestible. Yeah, undigestible, yeah. Just pooing out. Just, cu- just coming out and fart for the next six Ugh. months. This is too much fart chat, isn't it, for one day, gents? We're, we're, we're entering a hole here, aren't we? This is unbelievable chat. Comes out the hole. Uh, never <laughs> enough. Never enough. <laughs> hey, listen. We're light on facts and admin from you. Love it when you get in touch. You can do it in multi ways. You can do it on Instagram at Baffle Pod. You can do it on TikTok. Can you get in touch on TikTok? I think so. Don't know. You sure. can do it on. <laughs> By the way, on Instagram the other day, Connor sent a text to the group and he said, "Look, lads, we've not done enough socials on Instagram. I'm going to do it." I was like, "Oh, I'm excited. What's he going to do? What's this creative thing that he's going to do?" That's what I thought. Just, just a video of him hung over in bed. <laughs> All right, that's Connor. Hello, guys. Hung over. I'll be honest with you. Hello, guys. So, yeah, um, get involved in that. You can also get in touch on TikTok. It's at BaffledPod there. And you can give us an email, info at BaffledPod.com. We'd love to hear from you. Any fart facts, by the way, fire them over to us. Connor, what's your last fact of the show? Okay, so the longest place name on the planet is 85 letters long. People who live in... Mamung Kuku Mpurang Kuntinjunga Hill, Australia. Uh, need a little bit of patience, obviously, when they're trying to learn to spell. Yeah, this is an 85 letter word in New Zealand, as um, this is about an hour away flight from that other place I just said. And this is called Tumatawaka Tangi. Basically, what I'm trying to get out here is what's the point? Well, uh, that's, that's basically what I'm trying to get to. What is the point? Seriously, this is why these facts are. Utterly ridiculous. So utterly, we are. Ridiculous. This we is are, really riled you up. We are a, a podcast with listeners all around the world, inclusive. Anyone can come aboard. I don't care if someone I from Australia. Uh, I, I am care. worried. I am worried that maybe you're treading on some kind of what? Because someone lives in a ceremony. No, it's just like you don't know with with like Maori, like New Zealand language, Australian, like Aboriginal and Maori stuff. Who knows? All those, it might be the most important thing in their culture. Maybe it's named after some tribal god, and there's you slagging it off from Essex. No, this is no tribal god. This is just ridiculous. It's, it's what's the point? What Why is the not, point? Though? Can you that, imagine that, writing a that's letter the point. to them? That, you might know. Like, I'll be honest, if I had family there, they would not hear from me that often via post. Not that I send that many letters. Do anymore. you know what I mean? Exactly. It'd just be like, what is the point? I mean, trying well, to do that on the your point. phone. So, how, how many letters has it got? 85 letters 85 because what's the the welsh name the welsh town that's about 60 letters isn't it 
Yeah, it's a lot. The, 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 Land, flare, 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 go, go, this go. Will, at the end, this will make it a little bit more enjoyable for you. The name is often shortened to to mutter. Yeah, very good for the locals yeah. to ease in conversation. Yeah, of see, course. this is the this is the point. The point is, is there is no point, but there is no point to anything. That's why I love it when I meet someone who have got like relatively normal first names. I don't know, like their name is John Adams, yeah. and the middle name is something absolutely outrageous. Because why not? It's all it's all pointless. If you can, be creative with it. Come on. If I were to name a town, I'd, I'd call it something ridiculous. And there we go. That is the lesson from Dan Simpson today. There's no point yeah. to anything. Yeah, make some points. Please take it with you. You learn from us. I was in a facty mood until Dan just brought me down. There's no point to anything. You come for the mm. facts. You stay for the fart chat. You keep listening for deep philosophical conversation. That puts you in a really depressive state because nothing means anything. Mark, what's your last fact of the show? I mean, is there any point? doesn't mean anything anymore, does it? What's the point? Uh, I don't know. I mean, sometimes we wonder how you get yourself out of bed anyway. So it's just it's another true. day for you, isn't it? Right, let's struggle. go. Uh, croquet can be used to settle disputes. So we are going back to the ancient times here, Connor Knight. We are going back to the 16th of May, 2021. Oh, and, there were, and there were two croquet teams, one from Northamptonshire and one from Cambridge. One from Cambridgeshire, and they were fighting over the name of a river. The River Nen, as it's known in Northamptonshire, and the River Neen, as it's known in Cambridgeshire. And the most British way ever to settle this dispute was not despised. What's the the word I'm looking for? What dispute? No, was... People listen. This is absolutely wonderful. Mark Mark heads. I've just forgotten a word. Just forgotten a word. Uh, devise, that's the word I'm looking for. Northampton and Peterborough Croquet Clubs devise this battle to decide the pronunciation. Northampton won 7-2, so from now on it shall be called the River Nen rather than the River Nee. Dan, so, Dan, Dan, yeah, Dan, yeah. quick question for you, mate. Mm. Are you, do you, can you remember the fact that Mark's just said, or do you, have, do you understand what's going on here, or am I the only <laughs> See, one who's completely lost? The thing with it is... <laughs> Didn't help that I got stuck on a word for two minutes in the middle of it. I, don't, I have no idea what we're talking is, about. It's, you said in there... They they did they settled it in the most British way possible, which is bullshit. What do you think is the most British way? Do you know that plays croquet? I'm British. I don't know anyone that plays croquet. You're British. You probably don't know anyone. It's the exact same for Connor. We've got British listeners. I reckon one percent of them at a push knows people who play croquet. It's not a British thing. It's an absolute lie. Maybe it was a thing years and years ago, but. What the fuck? It's nothing. It's, it's oh, I'm absolutely loving it. It's, it's so sweep, true. It's a sweeping bit of slander. It's not the case. This isn't Mark. British. These are poshos, and I'm fine with posh people. Yeah. But let, call a spade a spade. It's fancy. It's people from Cambridge and Northampton, probably the nicer parts of Northamptonshire. I want to say, uh, not near Sixfields. They're fighting over the name of a freaking uh, river by playing croquet. Who are these people? You know, this is not on target for our listenership. I can tell you that. This has properly hit a nerve with Dan. No, I was just just pointing it out. Our our lovely listeners that live all across the Midwest, I would imagine, of the States. Right. And I'll tell you what, they might have it in there. You might have it in your mind that this is an actual, an accurate portrayal of the Brits. I can tell you, sweetheart, it ain't. I'm I'm, (laughs) I'm I'm just trying to wrap my head around the fact that there's a potato in my, ain't croquet a potato? So, well, I think you said it's a croquette. Is, it, is that the thing? I'm sitting here thinking, why are we playing potatoes? It's like a I'm really, stick of a yeah, potato. There's a, there's a croquette. Croquet is the one where you hit the ball through the hoops. 
Anyway, at least we know for the Nigel Awards next year that the worst delivery of a fact is already won. So there you go, Mark. You've got an award coming your way. Yeah. What, Dan, would be the most British way then if you claim... I love the pause. Mark just stopped speaking and went, what's the word I'm looking for? Dan's like, oh, diverse? Uh, 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 uh. The most specifically... I don't know. I'd have to think about that. Because I was uh, like... You know, maybe you a game actually, of cricket. You wanna, Yeah, probably. Like British, Cricket is a British thing that people still do. And it's Keep across the world because of people in the UK. I know it's similar mm. with football, but you know the Brits took cricket all over the place. Mm. Yeah, uh, you know I'm, I'm I'm passionate about this, and I need more thought. Thank you for the fact. My last fact of the show: we're calling on something that I did way way back. Do you remember saying when we found out that President Ab- Abraham Lincoln was into was a wrestler? Do you remember this? Yeah, yeah. Well, the earliest recordable move of a choke slam was made by Professor President Abe Lincoln. Honest Abe. Honest Abe. Uh, Paul he wouldn't Heyman. lie to your face, but he would put you in a choke slam. <laughs> Paul Heyman, uh, who listeners might know, uh, is big in wrestling. Uh, he claims that he had made it for one of his wrestlers, but uh, allegedly there is written documentation that President Abraham Lincoln successfully executed the last, ch- the, f- the very first choke slam. Mm. Well, That's he, what you he, want in a president, isn't it? Bit of fight. Bit of fight, bit of metal, bit of... You know, proper relatability. Just in the style of Ka- in, in, in the style of the Undertaker, do you think? And Kane, do you think he'd come on probably, with flames flying? Probably none of the um, eyes in the back of the head sticking their tongue out, doing the old hands across the throat. Uh, probably none of that. You never yeah. know. You never is, know. Let's get ready to play. Imagine, imagine. Right. So Abraham Lincoln, president. Don't think he was president when he was choke slamming people, <laughs> but still. Picture Joe Biden choke slamming someone. My word, the guy can barely walk upstairs. <laughs> My word. My word. I love. Yeah, to see but, but once again, it's before he's president, someone. so this could be this could have been what Biden was doing thirty years ago. You don't know he wasn't a wrestler thirty years ago. I'd love to pull out a Biden impression. Big what Joe mean? coming down, choke slamming people. Oh, I want to. I should have used lockdown to work on impressions. I'd I'd love to be a good impressionist. Anyway, uh, as you can tell. I am rambling, so it's time to wrap this up for another stellar week of facting. That is it for this week's Baffled. What have we learned? Well, there's no point to anything, so just give up. Also, you can fart out of your mouth, and no one cares what your river in Cambridge is called. Literally no one cares. Take the croquette bat on and shove it somewhere else. Don't keep talking to me about your name. We will be back with another Connor Explains this Friday. So make sure you're listening. Make sure you're following us wherever you get your podcasts from. Also, give us follow on Insta and TikTok and get in touch if you fancy. Uh, we'd love to hear more. We'd love some facts from you as well. It's info at baffledpod.com. And we will see you Friday. Uh, say goodbye, Mark. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Connor. <clears throat> see you later. I'm off to ponder the point of everything and to figure out why all giants are gingers. I will see you soon. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.